my eyes zoom in for some reason on the big knife that was next to the sink on just laying on top of the cutting board. And what I saw next frightened me to the bone. I got a vision of me holding that knife and slicing my my wrist from the wrist to my elbow. And I saw it in such detail. And when I saw it, like I knew I was sitting down looking at that knife, but I couldn't move at all. I was totally stuck, frozen, could not move a muscle. I just had my eyes open, probably my mouth open, seeing this vision, a demon or something wanting me to end my life and showing me how exactly how to do it. Right after I saw that, I was able to move my head and my neck. And then I heard in a loud voice, the first time I've ever heard a loud voice in my head, I heard, call your mom. So my phone was right next to me. I call my mom, she answers, and she hears me crying on the phone. And she said, what's wrong? And I said, I don't know what's happening, mom. I need you to pick me up. And she said, I'll be there tomorrow. Just rest. I'll be there first thing tomorrow. So I hang up the phone and that night, I didn't smoke anymore. I didn't do anything anymore. And I think I probably watched The Matrix, the one, two and three all night long. I couldn't sleep. My mom came with my neighbor and one of my best friends growing up who followed her in a U-Haul. She knew something was happening, I guess, <laughs> that next day. We unloaded everything into the U-Haul and I straight went home and started living at home again after that night. One of my good friends growing up, his dad always talked about Jesus to me. He would talk to us all the time growing up since junior high. So this is all in college. So we've known each other for a while. But I think in this moment, he was really driving home. He saw something wrong with me. You know, he was just there for me. You know, someone to, that I, I really could get guidance from and get answers from and kind of question, what do I do next? I knew I was doing the wrong thing. My pain was so intense and I couldn't fix it. I had no idea how to fix it. I think he gave me a few books to read and a few tapes to listen to. I started listening to um, the tapes and they were by this preacher, um, Brother Hagen. He had like a wildest accent to get used to. He was from like, you know, Texas. Uh, but he was a cool guy. I mean, the way he t story told and listened and how he preached, it was really actually, you know, really great to listen to. 
after I got used to his twang in his voice, his accent, oh man, I could not stop listening to him. So I just started learning and consuming all his tapes, like one after another, after another, after another, still smoking and doing my thing. He also gave me a book by Smith Wigglesworth titled Greater Works. So I started reading that and that book was over a thousand pages, the biggest, I mean, it's as big as the Bible, it's huge. And it was just a bunch of testimonies on him preaching and all the miracles that the Lord did through him. So I just started reading and learning about all these stories, all these amazing stories of these people getting healed, just just listening to him preach the word and and even going out on the streets of these people that were totally sick and couldn't walk, people, I mean, amazing, amazing things. And to me, when I'm just reading those things, you know, something's happening to me. I'm, I'm thinking like, wow, can that really happen to me? How am I going to get my healing? What, you know, I was just kind of questioning a ton of things. I just didn't, you know, it's just a process, you know, still in a lot of pain emotionally, physically. I think by July, on my 21st birthday of 2001, only October till this July. So since that night of that demonic attack of him showing me how to end my life till July 21st, I made a decision. I felt I gained enough faith to say I'm going to go sober, 100% sober. I'm going to quit everything, smoking, dropping, smoking cigarettes, and I'm just going to deal with the pain. Me and Mel were at a restaurant celebrating my birthday, and I told her this day I'm going sober, and I'm going to face the pain. But in my heart, I know the Lord's going to heal me. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know he's going to do what he did, what I've been reading about to me also. Oh my God, those days were so hard. You know, the first probably week of being sober, I mean, I felt every pain. I I don't think I cried at all, but I know I couldn't stand or walk for more than five minutes at a time. I remember just sitting all the time, even going to the restroom or, you know, getting ready or going to get something to eat, just getting out of my chair out of the car was such a hard thing to do. It was just so excruciatingly painful. Every time I hit really five minutes, around five minutes, oh, I'm done. I need to sit down basically for three more hours until I can gather the strength to stand up for another five minutes. I continue reading the word. I finish greater works, 
finish all the tapes. I continue talking to my friend's dad. And I just keep building my faith. I think I took a break from uh, seeing my friends for a little bit. I told all of them, you know, I'm getting sober, you know. So you you might see me out of the mix for a little bit. I made a decision to just be solo for a little bit while I walk this out. So this goes on from July 21st. And my pain, it went on, right? It kept going and going. It was never ending. Actually, at that time, I think I went to physical therapy. And they took an x-ray of my back. And what was causing all the pain was the bottom of my spine was curved like a question mark. So it looks like when the car flipped and the roof crushing down on my head and knocking me out, it severely damaged my back. And that's where all the pain was arising from. That slight dent in my back, in my spine. (laughs) At physical therapy, you know, the therapists were pretty confident that they can get me back in action. So I remember going to physical therapy and doing all their exercises and um, nothing helped. I was still in such pain. So in September 2002, I heard that Pastor Benny was going to be at my home church at Jubilee for a healing service. And I don't know how I found out about it. But once I heard the word healing service, I wanted to go and check it out. I don't think I've ever heard of Pastor Benny before. By the time I got there, there was already a big crowd. So I found a seat on the top left on the balcony. We started singing, you know, everyone was standing up and I was sitting down. And it, it might have been at least an hour into um, the service. I felt like, OK, I have the energy to stand up now. So I stood up and, and I joined everyone singing. And that's when I started feeling pain again. Up my whole back, down my leg. And this is what happened. My, I remember my arms were raised, kind of just copying everyone. And I remember saying out loud while everyone's singing, 